people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the RCDO Bug Show, bringing to you today a little bit of cryptocurrency. You know what, man? Honestly, a lot of people have been talking about this, the Hodge twins, because of course I love laughing at ridiculous stuff, and because, well, of course, laughter always releases these wonderful things into my head that ultimately ends up helping me with my entire life. You know what I'm talking about. What is it called? Serotonin, melatonin? Oh, I forgot what it was. No, melatonin's for skin. Listen, guys, I don't give a damn about all that. We gotta focus here. We gotta focus on why Warren Buffett continues to instill fear on the people of the world. Now, let's focus first, okay? Let's look at this. Why is there such a huge divide between the Gen Z and the Gen B? I just want to know. Like, like Gen Z, they're out trying to make money. They're out trying to become entrepreneurs, this and that. We're changing the world. Gen Z, Gen Z. But the thing is, Gen B, because, of course, they saw the World War II. They saw the Korean War. They saw the Vietnam. They saw hell. They saw racial segregation in so many different countries. They saw absolute war and anarchy. For so long. They saw the the Cuban Missile Crisis. They saw all this. So of course they're going to be so offensive, defensive, and apprehensive for anything new that's coming in, right? I mean, if you look at it this way, guys. Do you guys remember 2008? I've said this so many times on my podcast, right? Especially with Tony Robbins. 401ks were wiped clean. People who had been saving for more than 30 years saw their 401k just disappear. A lot of people would say, oh, well, it was the bank. No bullshit. There's a lot of there's a lot of things going on between both the banks and of course good old um what is it Wall Street. Now this is what I don't understand so much about stocks. This is why I'm reading a bunch of Tony Robbins because I really want to know if this is actually true or if this is just a bunch of BS. Now, again, so many people ask Ray Dalio, hey, Ray, so how can you save money? He's like, you know what? I suggest you actually read Tony Robbins' book. And here I am reading it, and Tony Robbins just going in effing circles all the time. But you know what? I'm trying to get you guys as much useful material as I possibly can. But then, of course, the comment came. The comment that Warren Buffett actually gave. And so, here it is. Cryptocurrency. Honestly, I think it really took off. Uh, I started hearing about it, of course, last year. I didn't know about Bitcoin like five years ago or anything like that. But cryptocurrency uh, just went absolute haywire, right? Of course, Bitcoin went up to almost 20000 a coin. The thing is, a lot of people say, well, you could buy stuff on the black market within, you know, you know, the dark web, the deep web and all that. I'm like, yeah, well, Americans buy guns to send to the drug cartels in, of course, good old Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. With money, real currency. So if that's the case, if Bitcoin's actually bad because you could buy bad stuff with it, we should ban all currency and just wait to die. How about that? You know, I just don't understand the philosophy and the ideas behind a lot of people who actually try backing up their own arguments and stuff like that. But guys, let's focus this. Let's focus on this. Now, this is about Warren Buffett. This is about him coming out, especially publicly, and talking about, oh, Bitcoin this. So I actually took some quotes from this article that I'm not even going to mention because, of course, that's how I roll. But you know what? He said, if you buy something like a farm, an apartment house, or an interest in a business, you can do that on a private basis. And it's a perfectly satisfactory investment. You look at an investment itself to deliver the return to you. Now, if you buy something like Bitcoin or some cryptocurrency, you don't really have anything that has produced anything. You're just hoping the next guy pays more. Now, of course, for a lot of those cryptocurrency enthusiasts out there, they're probably going to say, well, that's absolutely false, this and that. But you know what? (sighs) I know that there are a lot of flaws 
with buying farms, with buying this, with buying that. And you know what? Even if we go into stocks and shareholders and all this stuff, how come is it that Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, they don't share any secrets? Okay, a lot of people, okay, okay, okay. So a lot of those who are probably those geniuses out there, they'll say, oh, no, well, the thing is, uh, you know, you know, in terms of, you know, Ray Dalio stuff, he actually made a book and this and that. No, tell me right now, Ray Dalio, get on Twitter, get on LinkedIn, get on whatever, especially you, Warren Buffett, because, hey, you know what, you're just so happy. How about you just go right on Twitter and say, you know what, for all Americans out there, I'm going to help you with your money. He could do that, but why doesn't he do that? That's all I'm asking. Why doesn't he do that? Presidents, why don't they help different countries that they've destroyed, like Vietnam and Laos? How come the, you know, the presidents of the past have not gone out there and say, you know what, I'm going to rebuild all these places and take all these dummy bombs out of here? You know what I mean? I just don't understand the philosophy behind the excuses of Gen Bs. So, Mr. Buffett, okay, you could say this and be penalized and, uh, you know, uh, about investing in land and you don't get much of a return with cryptocurrency. You're just hoping that someone else buys it. So what should we do? See... The thing is, with a lot of people around the world, they seemingly complain, 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 but there's no action behind anything. Why, is there, why isn't there any action behind any of the words? Like, you got to give me a solution. Because without a solution, all I hear is blah, 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 blah. He said, quote, in terms of cryptocurrencies, generally, I can almost say with certainty that they will come to a bad ending. Everyone of the, crypt- of the cryptocurrencies... Uh, are going to be falling over the next five years. But I would never short a dime's worth. And of course, they use this very, very old, you know, I guess you can even say British-style English, whatever it may be. I don't give a damn what kind of English it is. The thing is, he uses English and he talks out of his ass. Ah, <sighs> So he's predicting the future. So now he's a messiah, he's a clairvoyant, he's whatever you want to call it. Um, And it's very, very head-scratching because, okay... You're saying it's going to come to a bad end. I want, like, absolute raw evidence. Like, I want evidence that it's going to come to an end. Show me how, when, where, and why it's going to come to an end. The thing is, can you also talk about blockchain and on top of that? Because that's kind of fueling the success of Bitcoin, too, and all these other Bitcoins. All of these companies and China, you know, actually creating a Bitcoin also. Listen, this, it, okay, it, what about the dot-com crash in the early 2000s? Oh, a lot of people say, oh, it's banks and housing. Bullshit. Well, that's that all relates to, of course, what Warren Buffett's doing right now. How about 2008? Okay, banks, up, well, all this stuff. And then he talked about it being a bubble. He said, there's a real bubble in that sort of thing in terms of cryptocurrency. Yeah, kind of like the bubble right after 2000, the dot-com crash. Housing and everything, the value went up unbelievably. And then you know what? In 2008, it all came crashing down. Was that a bubble, Warren? I'm just asking. I'm just asking a simple question because I'm not trying to refute. Well, obviously, I'm trying to refute this guy. But at the same time, I'm trying to think, why is he trying to bash something that he knows nothing about? It's because he's scared. Is he scared? Is he scared that everything could probably be, uh, I mean, that we're going to have power as the young generation to get our, you know, to be able to make money? Because I truly believe, okay, a lot of people would say Amazon, okay, Jeff Bezos. I don't give a damn about Jeff Jeff Bezos. I I bought one thing on Amazon 14 years ago, and I never bought anything again. And Jeff wasn't even the CEO back then. I will never buy anything from Amazon because I like my stuff quick. Amazon's almost like eBay. But anyways, let's focus here. (sighs) 
I do believe that a lot of these billionaires are just completely keeping secrets from a lot of us. And this is what irritates me so much. But you know what? The only millionaires that actually try showing us how to fuel our success, spur uh, ourselves onto success and like and stuff like that, the only one is um Jack Ma. And that's very interesting considering the fact that he's probably the only one, the only Chinese and probably the only ethnic um what is it? The the only ethnic minority that's in the top 20 billion. In terms of, uh, you know, all around assets. The majority of them are Anglos from all different types of countries. But are they showing the ins and outs of how to make money? Okay, you got uh, Berkshire. You got this. You got, um, you know, the one that uh, Warren Buffett's with. You got, of course, Ray Dalio. He has a hedge fund, this and that. Show me that you mean business. Show me that you want to help us. Because if you're not going to give us any solutions to the bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. Buffett and everyone else, I got to call you out on your bullshit. I got to call you out on the Gen B bullshit because this is what has been kept from us for so long. The Great Depression fell apart. All these crashes that have happened, the Tom Yum Kun crisis that happened in 1997 that resulted in a lot of deaths per suicide uh, in both Thailand, Japan, and Korea. But the thing is, they kind of figured it out. But in terms of savings and everything, it just seems like if I, I if I invest into an index, if I invest into a mutual, this is why I'm diving into this Tony Robbins so much. Because I want to know exactly what exact bond is legitimate. And if the crash comes, is it going to take my money? That's all I want to know. Just answer that question. If you can't answer that question, I think your books are bullshit. I think everything's bullshit. Excuse my French. But it's the truth, isn't it? So, what am I trying to get across here? What, what point am I trying to get across here? Don't believe the bullshit people say. Because you know what? I think just because, you know, Warren Buffett has over $80 billion in total assets, he is going to possibly stop a lot of Gen Zs from continuing it, which is going to enable him to gain more money. I honestly believe he's scared because if crypto does work, his company, whatever you want to call it, is gone. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not like a super crazy investment financial manager type of guy. But I know when I actually went to Bank of America and I try investing, of course, into uh, Merrill Hitch or Merrill, yeah, Merrill Lynch. And, um, you know, he's telling me, oh, you have to be living here and here and there. And, and I'm like, you know what? If I actually invest into a mutual fund and they say high risk, low risk. Okay, so what's a low risk? So low risk is basically if something does happen in the stock markets, you, you know, you won't be affected. Well, how do you know it won't be affected? How do you absolutely know I won't be affected? Oh, 5% chance. See, this is bullshit. I want a 100% chance that I won't be affected. Oh, well, that's not how it works. Then what the hell's a mutual fund for? Why should I invest into Warren Buffett's word? This is the problem I have with everything. And this is why I'm dissecting this Tony Robbins book from head to toe to figure out if this is all BS or not. <sighs> Sorry, I got worked up. But if you guys actually sit down and think about this, you guys got to stay with me on this podcast. For those of you who are actually tuning in to my Tony Robbins podcast and whatnot uh, in terms of this book, I need to figure out if this is BS or not. Does he have a step-by-step process? Okay, Arsenio, do this. You're going to invest 10% into this one. Take it out at six months and then you can do this. No one's ever going to say that. Because, of course, it's going to cost them. 
And this is the biggest problem with these generations, the older generations. They keep everything. But I do believe in about 30 years, once they're all out the door, we're going to be much better off. We are. We really are. Because all that old mindset is going to be washed away. And this is why crypto is becoming such a massive thing because, well, you know what? Because we have mouths now. We're not dumb anymore. And we're not going to listen to what uh, a a 75, 85, 95-year-old man has to say anymore. No offense to you 75, 85, 95-year-old men and women out there. But you guys know it's true. So with that being said, guys, this is a nice little short podcast in terms of what is this guy? Who is this guy? What is he trying to do? What is he trying to put out there? I do not understand anything about these billionaires because no one's sharing secrets except Jack Ma. So with that being said, guys, stay tuned for the next uh, Tony Robbins two days in a row. Got Wait. Today is Wednesday. Sorry, Tony Robbins. We got Tony Robbins coming up on Friday morning. So stay tuned for that. And until then, as always, have a wonderful one. What is it? Morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.